For every performance, there is critique. For every experience, there is a review. Thus, for every event, we must invigilate. You're tuned in to The Invigilation with Misa Narrates. Hello, everybody. I'm Misa Narrates. Thank you so much for tuning in to The Invigilation once more. I hope you were able to catch the last episode where we discussed Sunday Roast and where I said we are back to podcasting or doing our best to do so because, once again, this podcast is premised on going to events and critiquing said events and experiences, etc. So while there's an event to go to, there will be an invigilation, let's hope, um, or any type of function to go to, really, there will be an invigilation. So this time around, I wanted to talk about AKA's Bova Mania EP listening session. Uh, the event itself was hosted in Santon Johannesburg at Dikeleti Restaurant on Alice Lane, and it was what it said to be. It was a listening session for his most recent EP, Bova Mania. Um, I'm going to mute my phone because, wow, embarrassing. But basically, it is, it, it's a really good EP in my opinion. I think we're going to get to my thoughts on the EP towards the end of this episode. But to touch on what happened at the event, I say that I arrived... I mean, I arrived timeously. I wasn't necessarily on time on time. I think I was maybe like 30 or 40 minutes late. But in my experience with these events, specifically with listening sessions and things of that nature, I just, I'm very tired of arriving timeously and promptly when they don't start the program as promptly, you know? So, you know, I, I got to the event and I was greeted at the front by fifth season staff members who were wearing Bovamania merchandise. I think that's gonna be really interesting once it does drop. But from the perspective of the venue, it was a good venue, it was okay. You know, it was more a restaurant than anything else. It is called Dikeledi. The the name of the restaurant is called Dikeledi. It's a very pleasing restaurant. I'd say from a price point, very affordable. I mean, when we arrived, you know, on arrival, there's this bar set up with um, like a step and arrive banner area, but it wasn't used as a step and arrive. I think it was just used as like a backdrop or whatever. But at that area, that's where we were offered cocktails on arrival made with Kenan's cruise vodka flavors. So I am more a watermelon person. I know some of y'all didn't like the watermelon flavor, but I appreciated the watermelon flavor. Um, and they made like a like a mix for it. I think what would have been really nice is if they gave us the actual like ingredients for said cocktail I always say this like if you've got a a vodka or any type of drink really and the taste might not be appealing to all for example I'm not a vodka on the rocks kind of gal you know I need a I need a good cocktail hence I like a cranberry and vodka etc but I I can't say cranberry and vodka with watermelon flavor so it would have been really nice to have an official uh, cocktail for that for that drink um the the mix that I had I suspect I needed a different one or just like I, I don't know it just was a tinge not you know it didn't show up from a taste perspective um but it, it could have easily just been 
the one drink that I did have because I didn't have more than one cocktail. I eventually switched over to red wine. And again, I just want to reinforce that Dikiliti restaurant has a really affordable bar. Um, I think my glasses of wine were something like 60 Rand per glass. That's not terrible for a restaurant price. Um, especially because it was a nice restaurant. I mean, I know some of us are spoiled, especially those of us from Cape Town who have lived in Cape Town, where wine is just dirt cheap and really good. But um, the wine was really nice. The bar was really good. I didn't order food. I saw some people order food. I have this new thing where I like home food at functions. I think I like that that menu. I suspect I'll go back just to like see what's popping there. But um, like I said, the, the fifth season staff was decked out in their Bovamania regalia. And, you know, eventually when they did start the start the session, the area where Keenan was performing, there was one mic stand, one seat. It was very much, this is my show, a oh, one bar stool, one mic stand, one, you know, uh, um, one seater, like, what type of, it's not a couch, it's a seat. It's a, it's a very lovely seat. Um, and he hosted his own show, he hosted himself. And to be honest, after as many times as, as AK has had to do this shuck and jive for everybody, I fully understand why he would host himself. He knows his story best. And a lot of the music, for instance, like he'd go from performing a song to giving us a bit of an anecdote about how the song came to exist. And because of that, I just personally felt like he was able to give us more on stage and via his performance in comparison to what would have happened had we had the unfortunate, I shouldn't say unfortunate, that's a bit unfair, but had we had someone who was hosting him and asking questions, et cetera, et cetera, I don't think we would have gotten that just ease and that you know, openness about how some of the songs came to be. So for example, he gave the story of the song Cross My Heart, and I know, like, I know when Cross My Heart dropped as a single, people were like, hmm, it's not my favorite. That is my, I, I swear to God, that is my favorite song on Boba Mania. And it's my favorite song because that's truly a love song. You know, Cross My Heart and Hope to Die. Ooh, baby, I need that whatever, like, however the, the, the lyrics go. But, like, the best part, baby, I need your body soft touch. Give me your loving, give me your trust. You're my one and only. That is a love song, guys. That is a love song. There's no two ways about it. You can't convince me otherwise. And he gave the story of like how the song was written or was inspired by when he was in Japan, I believe. And he just missed his girlfriend. And, you know, even that part where he says, you know, someone asked the Uber driver to try to translate what they were saying in Zulu to the Uber driver in Japan. And the Uber driver was like, I, I speak really good English, actually. Like those moments, I don't think we would have gotten that had someone, had a professional a journalist or writer or, or personality asked him questions for him to respond. Like, I don't think we would have gotten those anecdotes the way that we got them. So I really liked his setup. However, I did know, like the only part about his setup that I was just like, what's happening here is that I knew that there were going to be artists that were on the album or on the EP that came to perform some of the songs with him and I knew that they weren't going to be able like where were they going to sit that was my question that was my question to myself where was they going to sit and 
like where was their mic there was a mic for them but i don't think they used it or i don't think they had mic tested it so that it worked or whatever the case was but it it you know they just kind of passed a mic around but what was really nice about the whole experience is that you just saw a very playful side of keenan and it 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 shows in the music it showed in how he performed the music um he was just having the time, like it, it literally, it looked like he was having the time of his life. It looked like he was just having fun and he was making music that he wanted to and he was playing around. And that's really what was just magical about his, his listening session. It's not as if he was busy, you know, running around and doing a lot of press or like on his phone or trying to get us to be on our phones, etc. It was just literally the people who were there, he vibed out with them. He communicated with them it was as if we were watching like a live youtube story time or a lot you know what i'm saying like i don't know if i'm finding the right words but it really was as amazing as the pictures make it seem um on top of which i think something just light and cute and sweet is that because this ep was so um inspired by you know WWE wrestling and and just wrestling in general. Um, it was nice to see see Keenan pay homage to that space through not only his interludes or or his um, not interludes, sorry, not only to like some of the samples on the EP, but also he had girls bring out like um, I guess I don't know how you would say it, but basically you know round one round two round three the way that we see on on wrestling matches or boxing matches etc but he'd have the girls bring them out for each new song um and that's something sweet was the venue perfect for that no um it was just a little too tight you know when people want to see an artist they want to see an artist so the only i think the only other critique i'd have for the stage was that perhaps it would have been useful to elevate him a little bit more so that he's not so low so that even the people in the back can see him um i was glued i was glued to the stage area for i think the first like six tracks or so but then i started to wander around and just kind of experience the music from other areas in in the restaurant and the venue and again it's a good ep and this leads me to my thoughts on bova mania as an ep you know i i i touched on this very briefly on twitter but i really am of the opinion that artists in south africa especially when they've made it and when they are bestowed with you know a a the title of top musician or like best in hip hop or what have you the minute they reach that level the minute they reach that type of notoriety there's almost this discomfort with them exploring new genres with them playing with new sounds etc so you know kinen is not the Keenan that he was for Levels and he should not be. Levels, you know, he would he had to prove that he belonged in this space. He had to prove that he could do it in the way that the people who preceded him did and he could do it better and he could do it at an equal at an equal, you know, level. He doesn't well, pun intended or pun unintended, but he doesn't have to do that anymore. He doesn't have to prove that he belongs in this space anymore in my opinion. So, to require him to maintain the same style the same delivery it just seems a bit unfair and it seems like as a music community as a listener 
as a, as a community of listeners and and critiques and writers etc there's this desire in my opinion for him to stay the same and for most artists to stay the same or to operate at the same caliber level exactly almost stiflingly so because if they were not to do so we would have to consider other artists who perhaps are equivalent or who perhaps you know do equally good work and that seems to be problematic for for some folks to make peace with so for me Bova Mania is an EP and by virtue of it being an EP it's not to be held to the standard of a long format album i don't think that's fair it's also a very experimental ep from his own opinion from from you know aka's own opinion that he was really trying new things with this drop so i don't think it's fair to hold him to the levels um to the levels element or or or, or era of his of his music career i think he's more than allowed to play around and just to have fun i mean some of the songs i know that there's a lot of hate for the song finessing because they there's there's talk about how the girlfriend's lyrics aren't so nice but i'm also very much of the opinion that i have heard rappers put like uh uh samples of you know pop culture moments or or even like historic samples etc on their EPs on their albums and in my opinion they're not very nice so what's the truth you know like he was having fun with his girlfriend on that song i don't think that there's anything wrong with that and in fact i think that the song is fun that you can jam out to it and that you can just enjoy it you know what i'm saying like he hasn't his pen is not magically ugly his pen is not magically ill equipped to make a good song to deliver a good bar it's just that he's having fun and he's being lighthearted and it's not so serious anymore and i don't think that there's anything wrong with that so to close for me the bovamania ep music listening session was really really amazing and definitely I I almost wish that it was recorded in full so that for his YouTube or even for his AKA TV so that people could really see how he came to create this project because it really is as cool as he made it out to be. But anyway, that's it for me. I am your favorite host in my heart. In my opinion, I'm your favorite host because if you listen to the end, then I surely am one of your favorites. But thank you so much for listening to the invigilation. Once again, I'm Misa Nares. This is my digital space. I can't wait to see you on the next episode. Bless. <laughs>